Welcome to the RV Podcast. This is episode 430. Coming to you from the Tampa RV Show. We'll have some stuff to talk about that, but our main topic is how you can save money on the road. Hello, everybody. We're Mike and Jennifer Wendland, and uh, yes, we are at the Tampa RV Show. Uh, the, the public show, as we record this, doesn't open until Wednesday, and uh, we're at the campground uh, kind of getting ready for Industry Day, which was Tuesday, and we have some good news and bad news to report. The good news is it's warm. That it is. We're dewinterized. Yes. There's not a cloud in the sky. Mm -hmm. Beautiful shade of blue. But we're really not enjoying it much because of the bad news. The bad news is... I joined a rather commonly uh, membered club of those who have a fifth wheel. Is I was backing in and the corner of the fifth wheel smashed out the rear window of my Ford F-250. And it is a good thing Bo is in such good athletic shape. <laughs> he immediately jumped into my lap. Just like, boom! I had a... 63 pound L count in my lap <laughs> and I my hope is that we can get him back into the back seat someday we it's going to be interesting so our big challenge besides all the work we have to do at the show here is uh, how we're gonna get this window fixed first is, yeah first challenge vacuuming up all that glass because it's gonna keep falling out forever and then uh, and then doing our work yes and uh, so wish us luck on all of that uh, can uh, we can we tell them to about we recorded the whole podcast and then the sound didn't work. Yes. So I'm thinking yes. about going in there and just hiding in the corner till this day's over. Yeah, I think so. I think so. That's probably a good idea. But the show must go on, so yes. we will finish the podcast. Okay, let's let's clear up one other thing. Yes, I am growing a beard. I look a bit scruffy. Somebody saw our live shot on Tuesday and said Mike looks very tired. Well, it's probably because <laughs> I haven't shaved in a few days. Now we decided to do the beard. Um, we announced that after our winter camp out, a bunch of you said, I, did, I asked, I did an audience poll, and they all said, yeah, I'll do it. And then I got home, and I actually forgot about it and shaved it off. So, <laughs> You were thinking about other things. I was thinking about other things. and uh, So if any out there think I'm riding them too hard sometimes when I make suggestions and say things, I know my man. He needs a little help, and I need a little help, too. I need a lot of help. <laughs> I need a lot of help. Anyway, we're delighted to be at the show. Lots of things happening. As they say, we're recording it before it actually opens, because uh, we will be very busy at the show. If you are here, we would love to meet you. We'll be doing a meetup in the pavilion area. It's where you can get beer. Food. I could use a few today after this. Uh, beer and food on Thursday at 1.30 p.m. Uh, so come and say hi to us there. We'll also update on Instagram what we're doing. What else do we have to share? Um, lots of news coming out of this. Some of it's embargoed, meaning we can't tell you what we know until after. But um, there is going to be a big reveal of a new EV RV from Winnebago. They showed us one last year. This new one is kind of the version 2 on the Ford Transit chassis. And uh, they tell me I'm going to be able to actually test drive that. So we'll have that that we'll show you in uh, uh, one of our Saturday videos coming up. We're going to look at a lot of new models. What's your favorite thing about this show? Seeing new things, innovation, new models. I love that. One of the things I really like is all the other influencers and YouTubers who are here. It's kind of like, you remember those stories in the frontier of the mountain men rendezvous, you know? 
and they would all get together once a year. They'd all go off trapping and hunting, and then they'd come and, and uh, they'd all get together. That's kind of what this Tampa RV show is for a lot of us YouTubers. Uh, we are, many of us know each other, and we all get to kind of hang out together, and you'll meet a few of them as we share some money-saving tips. Coming up is uh, the RV podcast continues. Stay with us. Tired of overcrowded campgrounds and competing for reservations, paying high fees for sites? Well, ownership is an emerging trend in RVing that might be right for you. It was for Jen and me. We bought some land just west of Nashville, Tennessee in an incredible collection of mountaintop RV properties called the Woodlands at Buffalo River. These are five to 62 acre properties that allow RVs year round starting at $79,900. And we loved it. The scenery is breathtaking and you can own it outright. It's not a timeshare, it's your property, your way. You can landscape, garden, bring your pets, build what you want to. There's high speed internet and it's so private. It's a great place to make your home base. No more calling around for reservations, ready whenever you want. And they're selling these properties by appointment, five to 62 acres, $79,900. Financing, big discounts available on multi-lot packages. For information, visit MyRVLand.com. MyRVLand.com. All right, uh, welcome back. We are, have moved inside our Arcadia fifth wheel, which is what we are camping with here at the uh, Florida RV Super Show. And um, for one thing, it was I was actually I was actually getting hot outside. Well, you, you have a sunburn already. I've only been out in it for like a half hour. I'm gonna have to add that to my list to uh, buy some lotion. Ah well, uh, this uh, is the topic of the week that we want to dig into: saving money on the road. Um, a recent survey by the RV uh, Industry Association found that. 37% of all Americans, that works out to something like 67 million of them, plan an RV vacation this coming year. And a key factor is that uh, RV vacations typically cost 50% less than comparable hotel and motel and plane trips and, and other types of, types of travel. So a lot of people are out there. Now, for full-timers, um, they're fighting the pressure of all these other folks coming and high prices because with such a big market, you know, it's a seller's market and everything costs more in times of inflation. And with everybody trying to go camping, those costs are going to go up, even though they're generally cheaper than regular travel. Anyway, all that's to say, we thought it'd be a good idea to uh, find out uh, from others and from ourselves, from our experience, uh, some tips that we can share with you about how to save money on the road. Boy, the economy is just putting a squeeze on everything in our lives, including our camping. And, you know, you know, we all need to get away. And uh, I think it's pretty incredible, that survey that was taken, that uh, everybody wants to go someplace new in 2023, which I think is awesome. And 50% say that their camping trip is only going to cost $500. They have a budget and $500, that's it. So closer to home and go someplace so, new. So how do you save money? Uh, now, at the Tampa RV Show, uh, we noted earlier uh, that we are here and there's a lot of other RV influencers as well and YouTubers and, and a lot of them are friends that we have met. We meet year after year at the show. And we thought uh, to save ourselves a little bit of work and to maybe get some stuff that we've missed, we would start off by asking some of the other YouTubers um, their suggestions for saving money on the road. 
I'm Dan Hunt from the RV Life Podcast with my co-host, Patty Hunt. We also have the YouTube channel, Exploring Through Our Lens. Our tip for the day is the TSD card. Now you have to go through the diesel trucker lanes if you have this card. The card is absolutely free. They debit the money out of your bank account. But we save 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 cents a gallon every time we use it. Now you have to go, you say, through the trucker lane uh, and it's free to get. It's absolutely free and yes, you do have to go through the trucker lanes. So it's the uh, TDS and the Loves and those types of gas stations. They're the trucker lanes. You go through, you pull up, you put your codes in, they give you a special credit card. And Patty and I save 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 cents a gallon and it's just been something that has saved us hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Hi, we're John and Sherry from Amp to Glamp, and our cost savings tip today is that if you are retired or if you're a military veteran, you should be staying at military campgrounds. Most military bases have them, and the costs start as low as $15 a night. And a bonus tip, you can also store in most military bases as well. You can keep your RV there. Right. And it is way less than storing any place else. As a matter of fact, we store our RV on a army base and we pay yep. for an entire year what most people pay for one month. Yes, we do. I'm Bob Bouchard. Uh, we're with uh, two veterans on the move. Um, and Mike asked me about uh, a tip for saving uh, saving money while on the road, and the best best way we've saved money is by uh, extended staying extended stays. So, um, so how does that work? Uh, typically, you book for a week or uh, you know week to a month um, or even longer if you can seasonal, um, and you get discounted rates to the. And the more the longer you stay, typically the more you save. I'm Ashley Peoples with Peoples and Places. We're predominantly on Instagram, but we're also on YouTube and TikTok and all the platforms. Okay. <laughs> um, and one thing that we really save a lot of money from is using our membership through Thousand Trails. We did get the Adventure membership and we think it's totally worth it if you're going to be predominantly in Thousand Trails parks. Now explain how that works. Did they get yeah. a free stay once you put some money up front? Yeah, so our membership when we purchased it in 2021, uh, it was about 15 grand up front and then we pay yearly dues. But I get um, basically first pick of what I want. Uh, so Thousand Trails, I get 180 days out. Um, and then within the Encore system, so yeah, all the extra parks, uh, you get 90 days, whereas most people get around 60. So have you made that 15 grand up in savings? Oh, absolutely, for sure. We've been on the road for almost two years now, and I would say not only have we made up the money, but I feel like the value that it brings getting what I want, when I want, brings value. So we just got back from the Keys for three weeks. Three weeks. It and cost you? $20 a night in the Keys because it's a little extra, but most oftentimes it, I pay zero dollars. I'm Brian with Jones and Go, and one of the things that we do to save money on the road is use memberships like Passport America. Um, that has saved us a lot, especially with just overnight trips on our way to a, a, a long destination. Well, those are some pretty good tips. Excellent tips. Well, we got some of our own. Yeah, we decided that we were going to put our thinking caps on and 
our experience over the last 10 plus years of how you can save money. So tip number one, drum roll, choose locations with cost in mind. Yeah, that's, that is really important. Uh, some areas of the country uh, are very expensive, like Pigeon Forge and Branson and, uh, you know, California, if you're heading to Yosemite. Uh, look at places where you, you know, do a little research on the area and find places where, you know, activities and campground coasts are, are, uh, are a little less money than, you know, in other places. I think, for example, of the Emerald Coast in Florida, mm -hmm. one of our favorite places. The season down there, when all the prices are high, uh, is the summertime. You wouldn't think that in Florida, right? You'd think everybody came in the winter. Well, it's it's actually uh, a little cooler in the summertime, so everybody flocks there, and that's the season from May until till uh, September. So, you're planning a trip to the Emerald Coast, visit in the fall or in the early summer uh, or, or late spring, and you'll find that those prices haven't spiked up yet. And there's lots of places in the country like that. Choose a, a location. The other thing is um, something that you're pretty good at, setting a budget, number two. Set your budget. And I have heard this recommended before that you have envelopes and say this much for gas, this much for food, this much for entertainment that you're going to buy. But put the money in those envelopes and then don't spend more than what you have designated for the different expenses that you know are coming up. And then if you get pretty well through your week and uh, no emergencies, maybe you could splurge a little bit. But setting that budget, that is just really, really, ex ex you know, something you have to think about. Now, one thing I noticed that you do regularly is you write down everything we spend. Mm -hmm. And uh, I tend to just, you know, hey, I put it on the credit card and, you know, it's free money. <laughs> Don't I wish. Uh, but writing it down helps you uh, realize, hey, we're approaching that budget. So that's number two. I think people forget about firewood and entrance fees for different things yeah. that they want to go see. Okay, number three. Number three is eating inside the RV as much as possible. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, because it costs a lot money, a lot more money to eat out, right? Mm -hmm. So um, you make a lot of uh, freeze uh, meals, meals oh, that you make at yeah. home and you freeze? As many meals as I can squeeze into my freezer, I make meals at home. So it's just easier, all around easier. And maybe if you take some recipes with you that you know are easy to fix meals, take those recipe cards with you so that you're ready. And, and cook out a lot. Oh, that, yeah. That's a very social thing. People mm -hmm. always stop by because it smells good. But make make the cooking out experience a, a, a part of the social time. Um, and I remember special meals you used to make. We used to make around a campfire. Your, uh, you know, those little pockets of ground beef. and Aluminum. Aluminum, wrapped up in aluminum with potatoes and ground beef and some veggies in them. What do mm -hmm. we call those? Hobo meals or camper? It's not a we, politically correct <laughs> term, hobo meals. We Homeless own, meals. <laughs> we only ate those when we were camping out. And the kids, and the kids thought it was a great, great sport because they got to flip them every now and then. And it was so good when they finally got done. And they do smell good when they're cooking. Now... That mean you don't have to eat out at all because you can and that's the beauty of traveling is the eating experiences but here's a way to save money on it make your big meal that you splurge on lunch instead of dinner uh, almost always you know uh, restaurants their luncheon menu is less expensive than the dinner menu and many times it's the same exact meals or maybe a little less serving in the in the luncheon meal but you can save a considerable amount of money Making, you know, find out what time they switch the menus and eat before. And uh, casinos. 
Sometimes oh my gosh, the yeah. casinos have good buffets. Buffets. Or whatever. <laughs> we all need yeah. buffets. Yeah. And I think some of the casinos now are smoke-free because I never could do the trade-off. Yeah, I with don't the know. Smoke. I don't know, but yeah, but that's a great way to save those those buffet meals at casinos. Casinos always put pretty good food on that, you know, because mm -hmm. they want to draw people in, and that's a great way to save a lot of money. Uh, number five. Number five is fuel efficiency, trying to find apps that'll help you find the cheapest gas. Now you heard that one app for saving for diesel, um, but there are, uh, for those of you who are in gas-powered vehicles, there are all sorts of things like Gas Buddy, the free app Gas Buddy will help you keep track of uh, where you can find, what the prices are, uh, uh, the current prices are, and you can look on that app and decide maybe I want to go down one more exit or one town over and it's much cheaper there. Uh, so use that to, to do it. And then another big way to save money and be more efficient with fuel is drive slower. Oh, that's so hard to do. With a fifth wheel, they say 62 to 65 is a sweet spot for driving. And it's hard to go that slow when everybody else is going now, faster. I, I can give you some actual figures on it because uh, we just drove uh, about 1,200 miles down to Florida. And I've averaged 13.9 um, miles per gallon of diesel. Uh, towing this fifth wheel that is going I set my speed at about 66 uh, 67 sometimes and I put it on speed control I've noticed in other trips when uh, I tend to not use speed control I drive a little faster and my average is down in the upper 11s or the 12 miles per gallon so right away that sweet spot I found for us is about 66 miles an hour and I thought, oh, people are going to get mad at me. No one's gotten mad. In fact, I sometimes still have to pass people at 66. Yeah, I'm surprised. But it really increases your fuel efficiency. All right, number six. Camp for free. Camp Look for, for places free. where you can camp free. Oh, what really irritates us sometimes is when we're just going from one place to another, and we used to stop at a campground, and those rates are 40 50 sometimes $60 a night just when we're only there not even 10 hours eight ten hours um so we learned real quick cracker barrel lets you stay for free get there a little earlier before dark so you don't have too much competition uh, always ask the manager because there are some jurisdictions that don't let you walmart's you can always stay free there and there are lots of other places as well membership and harvest host oh harvest host that's great yeah uh and then boondocking oh yeah we love to boondock we always look for uh state forests Almost always the state forest has dispersed camping or uh, primitive camping. And if it's not free, it's just a few dollars uh, a night. And, and those camping fees can really add up. So the more you stay free, the, the better your budget's going to be. Um, all right, number seven. Number seven, try to avoid camping if at all possible. Holiday weekends, special times of the year. It's, if you can do it during the week, camp during the week, You'll get, usually get a better rate and a better spot to camp in. Oh, case in point, uh, we just began our travel to get here to Tampa this past weekend, which was Martin Luther King's long day weekend, that holiday. And uh, we couldn't figure out why so many campgrounds, even like in Kentucky and places that are in colder northern climates, why were they were so busy? And because more and more people are camping. So um, try and plan your time around that. Uh, camp during the week do your traveling during the week. Uh, usually campgrounds have a significant vacancy rate after s about three o'clock, two o'clock on Sunday, and they don't fill up again usually until Friday. So the more you can book your time there, 
the better off you'll be. Mm -hmm. So plan your, your location and your time. Uh, number eight, it's a tip one of our influencers shared, the glampers. but uh, The uh, senior military discounts. And, and I think uh, I don't want to miss that because that was really an important tip. If you're a veteran, almost every uh, military installation has a campground. And uh, seniors, the national parks, and a lot of places you can camp for like half price. Yes, always say if you are that age. I think it's over 62. Do you have a senior discount? And you'll be surprised how many places do. And it saves money. Uh, museums uh, do that. Uh, restaurants often have discounts for it. Particularly. Free cup of coffee or something. Yep. So uh, don't forget. Don't be shy in asking for that. Uh, number nine. Free things to do. Oh, there's so many free things to do. I always try and pick up, and usually a campground has it, or find the touristy office, the tourist office in town when you're visiting. They all have a list of activities, and you'll be amazed at all of the free things that you can take in. That's half the joy of traveling. What are some of them that we've like done? Like museums and farmer's markets and just things that are fun to wander around and look at. My favorite, popcorn days in Nebraska little town that's like the center for popcorn growing in the in the world actually we were just driving doing a, a trip in nebraska and i saw a sign popcorn days at this little tiny town and oh i love popcorn so <laughs> we went and it was just a great little town everybody celebrated popcorn because the crop had come in free popcorn everywhere you went free popcorn it was like nirvana for me uh, <laughs> but it's one of those free things that make a travel uh, a trip so much enjoyable look for fun free community-based things to do as you travel and number 10 of our list of money-saving tips uh, take pleasure in just the simple things you don't going, have to pay for it you don't have to pay for it going out at night and looking at the stars in the sky taking a, a long walk Finding a, a, a ranger program at a state park and, and going and, and learning some stuff about the, the place you're staying. It's free and it's, it will bring you memories and things that you never would have picked up if you had paid money to go someplace. I think some of the best times we've had is when we were camping and the rangers at night would have a program. I remember once we were looking at dinosaur bones or something, and we had one of our dogs, and the dog was like, "It's the bone." Yeah. Hold on back. He was after that bone. A well, little embarrassing. Well, we hope these help, and uh, you know, these are tough times, economic times, uh, and you know, we have one final piece of advice. Whatever you do, don't stop camping. Make we'll, it work. We'll be right back after this with the RV News of the Week. When we're on a road trip, we always seem to find a way to stop at a Camping World Center. There are over 225 Camping World locations across the country, and there's always one close by when we need parts and accessories for our RV or just want to shop. In fact, uh, we have so much fun with uh, Camping World, and as we talk about it as one of our sponsors, they have agreed to offer a 10% discount if you use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you buy $99 or more in merchandise. You'll find everything you want from outdoor furniture and appliances, the ones you see us use in our videos and that we talk about here in the podcast. RV extras that include everything from camping chairs to fire pits, electrical accessories, must-have gadgets. Check them all out. And again, don't forget, use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you visit CampingWorld.com. Welcome back, everybody. Time now for the RV News of the Week. What do we got? Okay, the first story. In California and southwest Oregon this past week, heavy rain continues to cause landslides, flooding, uproot trees, and sadly, many deaths. 
in Oregon, a landslide closed a portion of US 101 along the coast, causing major disruptions in travel. Oregon officials hope to have the road opened later this week. In California, at least 18 people have died, as massive flooding has caused numerous problems, with one report saying the Montgomery Peninsula may soon be an island. At Pacific Dunes RV Park in Oceana, helicopters were used to deliver 200 pounds of ice to campers who were stranded in the park. As of this report, there was an emergency declaration in 41 of California's 58 counties with nine inches of rain having fallen and more expected into this week. Mm -hmm. 38 state parks are either fully or partially closed and many national lands such as Sequoia National Park are also experiencing road closures and disruptions. And it wasn't just California that had uh, severe weather. There were there was an outbreak of tornadoes. They say 37 different tornadoes this past week struck parts of Alabama, Georgia, Kentucky, and the southeast. Nine deaths attributed to those tornadoes. Just horrible storms. And one of the uh, storms, uh, in one of the RV parks in um, uh, in Alabama, a couple were in their camper, and the whole park was severely damaged rigs were overturned they were trapped inside their RV and had to be uh, rescued uh, to get uh, to be pulled out of the wreckage uh, fortunately they weren't hurt too bad but uh, nine people died in those tornadoes so it's a proof that uh, you gotta pay attention to the weather and that even in the middle of the winter who would think but um, the, the, those tornadoes swept through in January now a story that's not quite so heavy RV sites in uh, for the Albuquerque Balloon Festival. Haven't you all? Isn't that on your bucket list that you want to go see that balloon festival? Well, uh, RV reservations opened up for the Albuquerque International Balloon Festival yep. last week. But? But. They're all sold out. 70 minutes. 1,785 sites were taken and a waiting list was set up. Can you imagine all the people who are on the phone and, okay, it opens up at you know, 8 a.m., they hit the button, and they were filled. Think of that. In, a, in an hour and 10 minutes, 1,785 sites were booked. Yeah, so I guess a lot of people have going there on their bucket list. I know it's on our bucket list. It is, but we're not going to go this year. Uh, the dates are October 7th through the 15th. i got to do something about the sun coming through. Look at that. The Florida sun. <laughs> it's, uh, and it's here. That balloon, hot air balloon festival is the largest in the world. So yeah. it is worth going to. And more than 500 hot air balloons are launched during that week. And what's neat about it is, is you can camp right out where the balloons are being launched. And it's not that expensive. You know, it's, it's another one of those things that you can stretch your entertainment uh, budget, have a great experience, and not spend a fortune. Unfortunately, all those camping slots are gone, <laughs> but maybe 2024. Get on, the, get on the waiting list. All right, when we come back, a brand new segment on the podcast, New Travel Tech. Stay with us. One of the most exciting developments for RVs is happening out west in Arizona. Western Land and Ranches is selling five-acre high-elevation ranches just off the famous Route 66, the birthplace of the American road trip. Prices start at only $39,900, and these are beautiful, secluded tracts of land surrounded by majestic mountain ranges with sweeping valley views. 
The high elevation is a unique microclimate as well, giving you cooler temperatures, green grasses, and tree cover, making it unique for desert property. The community is in the center of it all, close to the best of the West, Grand Canyon, Las Vegas, Lake Havasu, Lake Mead, Lake Mojave, the Colorado River, Flagstaff, Sedona, and Historic Williams. If you're tired of crowded RV parks and paying high fees for sites, well, ownership might be right for you. This incredible collection of mountaintop properties called Greenwood Ranches hit the market and it's selling out fast. There is no HOA. You can build a house, a cabin, outbuildings, or just RV. It's your property, your way, 100% ownership. Visit the website to get details and set up a showing, ArizonaRVLand.net. That's ArizonaRVLand.net. Welcome back, everybody. Time for a brand new segment on the RV Podcast, New Travel Tech. And uh, this is uh, brought to you by our sister blog, NewTravelTech.com. Write that down, NewTravelTech.com. Uh, this blog reports on the many ways technology is enhancing today's travel experience. And uh, this week we want to talk about something called family tracking apps, and in particular one that we use called Life 360. Let's tell them what a tracking app does. Well, it started out as something that you could keep track of your kids, your teenagers, you know, when they're beginning drivers or going out, not used to driving and whatever weather conditions you have in your part of the country. That's how it started, was to keep track of your kids. Now, and, and for us, now, it's our kids keeping track of us yeah. as we travel in our RV. Now our kids are keeping track of us. And wouldn't, I don't know if you're younger, older, whatever age you are camping, there's somebody that would like to know where you are. You know, think about it. If uh, well, if you're like us, we do a lot of serendipity travel. Uh, I mentioned the the popcorn festival as an example. That happens all the time. We're driving somewhere, we see a sign, we say, "Hey, let's change our destination," and we go somewhere else. If we don't tell people, and if something happens and the cavalry is needed, then they don't know that it's time to call the cavalry, let alone where we are. But with these apps on our smartphone, they. I I think it's peace of mind. Yeah, for them, your family, and for you. You know, we've heard a lot of stories over the past couple of years, um, two of them that I know in the last 12 months, about uh, uh, RVers who got lost. And uh, it turns out they were okay, but huge searches were, were launched for them. And um, they just hadn't checked in with anybody, or there was bad cell service, and people couldn't track their route or get a general idea where they were. Now, you do need self-service for these apps to work, and the one we use, Life360, we've set up um, kind of a, they call them circles, it's a group, and we brought all of our kids, I think a couple of our grandkids are in it, and uh, you can call it up at any time, and it will show you where they are in real time. You can literally track them as they drive. <laughs> in fact, that go. happened to us yesterday morning. Yeah, we're going here, going there. Nobody quite knows where we are. We, yeah. Sometimes we don't know where we are. Well, we were driving yesterday morning, and uh, the phone rang, and it was our daughter Wendy. She said, "Hey, you guys got an early start." So it was ha handy, very handy. Well, I appreciated her calling to say you got an early start because I kind of missed her because she used to call all the time and say, "Where are you? What are you doing?" And now she knows where we are and what we're doing. Every now we'll get a text saying, "Oh, you guys are making good time today." Yeah. So now uh, the one we use is Life Three Hundred and Sixty. It's free. They, of course, like all apps, have premium editions where you can get all sorts of stuff, but the free one is enough for us. It gives uh, smart notifications, your location history for a couple of days. 
Um, and it, it just has lots of features. We'll put a link in the show notes for this episode. Um, there are, as I say, premium versions available, and there are other apps that do the same kind of tracking. Uh, Fami Safe, F-A-M-I Safe, is is one. Uh, Geozilla, G-E-O-Z-I-L-L-A, that's another one. Um, we don't we don't use them, but they, they work much the same way. And recently, good old Google, uh, they think of everything. They added uh, a notification sharing on Google Maps. And uh, you can you can use that to uh, kind of share where you are with with whoever you want to know. Um, so check it all out. It, it as Jennifer says, it's it's peace of mind. Peace of mind. And uh, family tracking apps. Um, this is brought to you by our new sponsor for this segment, New Travel Tech, NewTravelTech.com. That's the name of the blog. It's yes, it's our sister blog, and it uh, you know I'm a geek, so we keep track of all sorts of gadgets and gear. Uh, not necessarily all related to the RV lifestyle, a lot of it is, but it has to do with the whole travel experience. So uh, do us a favor, go over there and check them out, newtraveltech.com. And uh, if you don't do that, go check out uh, family tracking apps and get one of those. All right, we'll be back in a minute with the RV questions of the week. Stay with us. When we're asked what's the most important modification we made to our RV, it's an easy answer. Battleborn batteries. Battleborn batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And Battleborn batteries are protected by a 10 year guarantee. Now, in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have. And they'll probably be the same on your rig too. Battleborn battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborn batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. Now for the RV questions of the week. All right. What do we got? Okay. From Joe. And Joe is from our RV Lifestyle Facebook group. And Joe says, I have noticed that many campers first order of business on arrival to a campground is to hook up the sewer. I usually wait a few days, four to five days before hooking mine up and dumping the tanks, gray and black. No problem with smell. If I stayed longer, I leave it hooked up, closing the gate valve until next dump. Am I missing some advantage by making it a point to hook the sewer as soon as I get to the campgrounds? It's no real difference, Joe. Uh, uh, as you're uh, leaving, dump them then, or, or on a, uh, you know hook them up then and dump, or on arrival, just hook them up. Um, if if certainly if you're just staying a day or so and you're not going to need to dump it all, don't bother hooking that up. But I think the reason you see so many people do it uh, is one. Uh, you're, you want to hook that up before you bring the slides. If you have a bigger RV, you want to hook it up before you bring the slides out. Otherwise, you might bump your head when you're down there setting it all up. So I think that's a practical and reason. And I think a reason is that it's a nasty job it's and you just want to get job. it behind you. Yes, it is an, it's, a, it's a stinky job. It's a stinky job. It stinks. But, Somebody's got to do it. But get that done. I know I did that today because we're going to be here in Tampa at the campground that we're staying at right on the fairgrounds. Uh, for about a week and uh so i hooked up our sewer 
Now, you are smart, Joe. You know already keep those gates closed. Keep, keep them closed. You don't want to leave them open and have whatever you deposit in the toilet suddenly go in the tank. What you always want to do is fill that black tank as high as you can with fluids and whatever else, and the solids that you put in, but fill it up because then when you do empty it, uh, it creates a stream. I mean, it really, there's some pressure and all that washes out everything. If you don't do that, I don't know how to say this tactfully. If you don't do that, if you don't use enough water, you risk having what they call a, a poop pyramid in your black tank. Now, hearing uh, that poop uh, pyramid, you don't want to do that. So you will remember to uh, not dump it too quickly. Yeah, because that stuff will dry and it's have a mess. And so put a lot of fluids in a lot of water uh, when you flush the black tank. And always flush that first and then you use the, the gray tank to kind of clean out your hose. Uh, so I think that's why everybody does it. And one last thing, it's just it's related, and I think you know this, Joe, is, is you didn't do it, but don't leave the black valve open and don't leave the gray valve open. Only uh, open those valves when you're going to dump and drain. You, you don't have to do that every day. Do it when they're filled. All right, we would love to hear your comments and your questions. And uh, also, we would like to have you wish us luck in getting our back windshield fixed, okay? We're going to try and do that while we work. But send us your comments and your questions, Mike and Jen, at RVLifestyle.com. We'll see you down the road. Happy trails.